This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this special edition of Rockcast. I'm Emily Foreman. I have John Edmiston and our special guest today with us, Mark Wampler. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. A lot of the community knows your name, might recognize you from the conference. Um, so we're really appreciative of your insights and thank you for joining us today. So you're with Watermark Community Church in Dallas. And what's your title there? Of uh, rock developer, they made me change it from rock star because they didn't like that on the website. <laughs> <laughs> I like that on the website, but yeah, I get that's it. Cool. <laughs> it was rock specialist, and then somebody asked, "Why do you guys have somebody who does rocks? Like, what? What do you like? Do you have what? <laughs> you have a the church geologist? <laughs> yes, exactly. You should have said." Don't you read your Bible? <laughs> and just left it at that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Wow. Well, that's fun. Well, so today, anyway, you're the rock developer, which is awesome. So the community may have run into you in any of these particular areas. You were the 2021 Rockstar Hall of Fame inductee. You've been a rock star since 2018. You've been a speaker at um, the Rock Conference in 2019, 20, 21. You have joined the 1,000 Community Points Club in the community. You're an alpha tester, and of course, you're active in chat and any community activities that we have going on. So you have really engaged with the Rock community in a way that people admire and look up to. And that's kind of what we want to talk about you know, today is just like, what does that look like for you? How would you encourage someone else to get involved um, and you know what what that takes. So tell us a little bit to start with about your role as rock developer uh, at Watermark and and how you're involved with rock and what your actual job is like. Yeah. Um, So I originally came on staff to Watermark in 2014 um, and I came on staff with six months of IT experience. So prior to that, I did six years in advertising as a media buyer. So I had no background in what I was doing. And I just had gifts that I got had given me that I didn't realize I could use as a career. So I've always loved computers and all of that, but I, my parents never encouraged it as a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of late in life transition, new career, and they brought me on. And then we switched um, church management systems in 2017 to Rock. And as a part of that, we sent out a survey to all our staff and said, hey, you know, what are you, what do you absolutely need to do? What's a non-negotiable? You, you know, mm-hmm. some process that you have in place that rock has to be able to do. And so there are three or four that came back. And so I just started to figure out how to do that in rock. And so things like, you know, you're connecting or first impression cards on the weekend that new people come in and fill out. And we, we had to have a way to do that in rock. So I had to figure out how to do it. So I looked at workflows and figured it out and essentially made my own job. <laughs> wow. Well, it seems like it's been a successful one. Yeah, it's it's been amazing. I one of the things that uh, I was able to essentially get another rock developer hired by tracking what I do mm. and tracking that. So we we had my first year doing full time rock. I tracked it and I spent about a thousand hours of development time wow. plus you know break fixes and other things, and I was able to save ten thousand hours of staff time of checking boxes and you know just all of the silly tasks that you do in a day to day thing. 
um, that we were able to automate and help them focus on ministry instead of checking boxes. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. That's awesome. So it sounds like you ended up with more than three or four processes that you had to build into Rock. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, one of those is literally 85% of somebody's job. They just help wow. connect one volunteer with somebody who was trying to uh, become a member, like to hear that. So we do verbal testimonies. So you share like, hey, here's what God's done in my life. Here's, you know, I've trusted mm-hmm. in Christ at this time. And it was one person's job to literally connect volunteers with those people to get them through that process. And that was about 85% of their job. And so we are able to automate the majority of that. That's incredible. Now they can train their volunteers to ask better questions and encourage them and disciple them better instead of focusing on the task. Wow. So to hear where you started when you joined the church and when the church moved to Rock, which was one of the very early adopters, really, um, you have had to self teach and self-train in a lot of different skill sets. And I think many in the community might be surprised to hear that was your background. How have you gone about um, challenging yourself in those areas? And and what do you do when you decide you need to learn something that you're missing? Well, so I do strength finders test, you know, my my Uh number one at the time was learning. Now it's number two, um, strategic leapfrogged it. Um, But I just... I just did. Uh, so, you know, we had, uh, we needed to put a membership badge on our profiles. And so I got on the rock, uh, rocket chat or Slack at the time. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to do this. I've got this if statement that's looking at this person attribute, but it's not working. It's like, oh, I had the, the pipe in the if statement. I need to assign it to a variable first. And, you know, one of the guys in rocket chat answered me back then and said, here's what you need to do. And Oh, okay. That makes sense. And so now I understand that concept. And so I can start building from, so, I mean, I, I did what everybody else does where they ask questions in rocket chat and somebody helps you. Like I can help people now. And I learned, um, I, I had no background in HTML or CSS or lava or any of that kind of stuff. I was just like, I got to get a thing done. That's the, that's the benefit. I I knew what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. I had some, some task that I was trying to accomplish Trying to just learn for learning's sake can be really difficult for it sure. Can. Like that there's not there's no focused effort that you're trying yep. to do and you're just kind of following some person's guide, which doesn't help a ton. It's amazing when you have a task to accomplish and a deadline hanging over your head and you see the gap between where you're at and where you need to be, how much you can get done inside the the little positive pressure that creates. Yep. And well, and now I look back at my the things that I did when I first started. I'm like, oh, that was terrible. Why did I do that? That was a bad idea. But hey, it worked. <laughs> um, I think we all think. Yeah, that. we all do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll think the same thing about what you're doing today in five years. Right. I mean, it's just oh, what yeah. it is. Yeah, and you get this one shot at life, right? You know, you can't go back and do it all perfectly from the beginning. So we learn iteratively. That's how it works. So. Mark, if there's a church out there right now that's thinking, I need a rock uh, developer or geologist on my church staff, um, you know, what What might you recommend they look for? How would they go about recruiting someone like you? So I don't, I, I don't want to be the elitist and say that we've got it right. Our culture is amazing. But that's, that's one of the, the things that I would point to is that the culture at Watermark is a culture of um, authenticity and self-leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very much focused on, uh, we're all sinners, we're all broken people, um, and focusing on that aspect of it. And we all need Jesus. And so our, our leadership and our staff leadership doesn't, um, berate people in that way and, and say that I'm perfect. Why did you fail? Um, mm-hmm. when people come to them and say, Hey man, I, I struggled and I committed, um, this sin that has been in control of me for years. It, there's not like this, let's shoot our wounded. 
Um, it's let's come around our wounded and care for them um, and restore them um, to a place of honor uh, as we as we work alongside them and encourage them. Um, and so there's there's a desire to work on staff at our in our body. Um, it's not um, something that people would uh, think that you're going to have some kind of power over other people. It's the other way around. You're a mm-hmm. servant leader, not not somebody who would then control others. Um, and I think the other thing that's super important, in my opinion, is you don't say someone's no for them. Um, because, you know, I mean, we're not going to get paid. I'm not going to get paid as much as if I go do the work that I do somewhere else. Um, but you let God's work and in, in their lives, give them a yes or a no. Um, it's not your control. Um, and mm-hmm. don't don't pressure them either. Don't impute God's will. Say, I think you need to work here. God led me and said, <laughs> like, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, just allow it to be like, hey, I, you're you're who we would love to have on staff and then let God's work spirit work in their life and say no or yes. I think, I think that's amazing. Like, uh, yeah, you just said something amazing there. Like when I was going and volunteering at my church, someone said no for me. Like the person who I was working with, I said, he said, well, we're looking for an IT person. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, like how much does that pay? And he's like, oh, not for you, not for you. Like it would, we, you wouldn't be interested. And we, we, we couldn't pay what you wanted. I'm like, well, just shock me. And he did, he did shock me. <laughs> but I, but you're, you're exactly right, Mark. Like, Something moved in my life, and it's like, no, I want to do that. I I don't care. Like, I'll sell the house. I'll sell some cars. I'll whatever we have to do, like to to be able to do that. And but I think that's a really good point. Don't say no for somebody. Let them say no for themselves, and let God, you know, open up some doors. Mm-hmm. And you never know what might be moving in someone's life at that time. I was actually talking with uh, someone in an interview this week who said, I, I looked at her resume and I said, well, it looks like you would be pretty overqualified for this position. Why are you wanting to apply for this right now? And she said, well, circumstances in my life dictated that I follow a certain career path in order to provide for my family due to circumstances. My circumstances have changed. Now I'm looking for a job that I love for the rest of my career, and I don't have to worry about what it pays me. And, you know, uh, we never know when somebody has that circumstance or another, you know, there are lots of many circumstances that could happen. But if we don't ask the question and we make assumptions, we might be missing out. Yeah. That's interesting too. You said something about um, failure in the first part of your response to that. And it sounds like failure isn't a, a dangerous thing in your staff environment. It happens and it's more of a, maybe a learning experience. Yeah, um, we it uh, it's more about obviously the the type of failure you're talking about um, of like I mean are you hiding and stealing funds from the church and like <laughs> I mean yeah like that's a little different <laughs> that's than a bad yeah, idea you, you, know, <laughs> um, you you know you have a sin struggle of pornography or you know or something like that and you and you confess to um, you know hey I've, I've been I've been struggling in that area um, lately and and it's and it's caused me to act out in certain ways um, and bringing that to your boss and to your to your leadership and then responding um, with grace um, and mercy uh, then hey we found out about it because we've been you know it got flagged on our computer mm. and you've been doing this for s- six years now um, we went back and researched it like that's a different story than hey I'm, I'm you know this happened yeah uh, I want to I want to confess that um, you, you're treated differently in terms of your level of trust. Um, so. For sure. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about some of the projects you've worked on um, in your rock role. I, I bet people so, would love to hear that. 
So there's two of them that are that are recent that have been a lot of fun. So we um, our membership every year we reset our membership to zero. Um, so you if you want to continue to be a member at our body, um, you have to take kind of a, a recovenant or a survey at the end of the year. And so we built that in Rock. We used to do it in other systems, um, and it always was cumbersome to you know check off the box that these people did it and match them across systems and you know try and figure out who they are. So we built that in Rock a couple of years ago, and we just continue to revamp that every year. And so that's been a lot of fun. Um, it's 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 a simple workflow um, in terms of the actual form, but all the stuff that happens on the back end of because we ask them kind of our doctrinal questions of you know do you believe in this 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 and this you know and if not you know, help us understand. So we have lots of follow-up to essentially care for those people that, uh, or say that they're unsure about Jesus or that they don't know about this or that they have, they have questions, you know, they were maybe, uh, uh, something they wanted to encourage the staff with and they can, you know, log that in there and we can then encourage the staff by, you know, the story that happened to them throughout the year. And then with that, we have about 6,000 members that complete that each year. And so our elders take it very seriously when it says, take care of the flock among you. And so every week, our small group leaders uh, and staff members will send a weekly update to our elders. And previously, they'd been doing that in email. And so they were mm-hmm. getting 45-ish updates that you know could be one paragraph, could be six, <sighs> in this one humongous email. Um, and one that's insecure, you know, people's data and things. We, we, we we're doing our best to secure it, but you just can't, I mean, emails is bad. So we moved that into rock and it's completely isolated and secure so that nobody can access it unless they're, you know, they, they're designed, they should be. Um, and so we've really uh, revamped that. And it's been really amazing seeing the the blessing that is to our elders to be able to actually care for the people that need care. And then also pray for the people that are going through hard times and, um, you know, surgeries or, you know, whatever else is going on in people's lives, um, being able to interact in a better way, more efficient and uh, care for them that need it. Wow, that's a lot of high impact and incredibly interesting uh, work that you're able to do. So thanks for sharing that with us. You're also a rock star and very active in the community. Can you tell us some aspects of the community that have been most impactful for you? Um, Yeah, I think just the the people willing to help. Um, it's been amazing. Uh, cause like I said, I said earlier, I, I started off with nothing. So learning how to write lava and all the things and just trying to post stuff in there and people will be willing to gently correct. Um, and there's not harshness or you're an idiot or anything mm-hmm. like that of like, Hey, like, yeah, we, we all learning. Let's, let's learn together. Um, and so just taking your step out and just posting what you're dealing with and being humble enough to, to know that you, you need help. And uh, that there's people there that are willing to to help you. Um, yeah, and I think the biggest thing for me that God just through my life and my story and everything, He's and the gifts He gave me, He's wired me for a heart of service. And so for me, I love getting to help the Big C Church mm-hmm. um, and just glorify Him with the gift that He's given me. And so I'm not. It's 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 the joy that we get to have to do that to others. Um, that. Um, my organization and my staff that, that they that they our staff values that um, and allows us to essentially kind of tithe back to the big C church in a way of like take time mm-hmm. and that we get paid for to help the rest of the church um, continue to grow in their Christ likeness as well and help them uh, in the ways that he's gifted us. What advice would you give someone who's aspiring to be a rock star in the future? Um, so I'm stealing from others, uh, you know, uh, standing on the shoulders of giants. Um, the, 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 the quippy words that I like is know yourself, be yourself and like yourself. Um, and so I, the gifts that God has given me, 
allows me to help in certain ways. The gift that God has given you allow you to help in a certain way. Um, and so you don't need to be able to answer all the questions in all the areas. Um, if you're great at hosting, then reach out to people and host them and ask, you know, ask how you can encourage them and show them what you, what you know. But if you're great at programming, then help programming. Um, do what you've been gifted by God to do in for his glory. Like that's, that's the value that we get to do and have fun with. That's good advice. Don't try to be someone else. So Mark, I assume that you don't do all rock all the time and you have some free time too. Yes. Occasionally. Occasionally. Um, What kind of things interest you in your free time? (laughs) Well, so I've got I've got a wife and three kids now. The third one was just born back in November, so that's still um, very much uh, in the forefront <laughs> of life. Um, but I love doing things with my hands. Uh, so I built a loft bed for my son and built a dining room table, and we bought a pop up camper recently. We're fixing it up so that we can do that. Um, I love playing games with my kids and family and friends, board games and video games, and love reading uh, and spending time with my family and all the different ways, uh, that we can. Uh, so that's, my, that's my primary focus right now with a five and a half year old, three and a half and a almost three month old, uh, focusing on, on family during my free time as much as I can. Yeah. You are busy. <laughs> well, my wife is busy too. She's, she's the full-time homeschooling, full-time mom and all that kind of stuff. She does an amazing job and takes care of the, takes care of the house all that stuff so that we can enjoy the time we get tonight uh, at night together uh, and not have to worry about all the mundane tasks throughout the day as much, thankfully. It's such a fun stage of life um, and it goes yeah. so quickly. So enjoy it. Yep. We, we are definitely doing that as much as we can, except for COVID and sickness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for all of that. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your insights. We know the community will love to hear this uh, a chance that we've had to just connect and talk with you. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you guys for what you do. It's amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's a fun community to be a part of in, in all the different ways that we're able to for those of us who are here today. So appreciate it. Appreciate you. Stay well. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com/sponsors. <laughs>